Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the book of Daniel. We're in the second chapter of Daniel. We're at the end of it right now. We spent the last couple of episodes looking at it. Daniel had been given the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. <laughs> the Lord God had revealed that dream to him. Then the Lord gave him the interpretation of the dream. And we've seen what's happening. If you, if you didn't know. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go back to the previous two episodes and you'll see it, okay? I want to pick up at the end of what we looked at yesterday and then finish out the rest of the chapter and see how the king responded to all this. So in Daniel chapter 2, verse 44, Daniel was saying this in the ending of the interpretation of the dream. In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed, and that kingdom will not be left for another people. It will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms, but it will itself endure forever. Verse 45. Inasmuch as you saw that a stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it crushed the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will take place in the future. So the dream is true, and its interpretation is trustworthy. Again, Daniel was very bold because he knew the truth. The Most High God, Most High God had revealed the truth to him, and he just forthrightly declared this dream is true. Not only is my understanding of the dream true and accurate, but the dream itself is true, and its interpretation is trustworthy. You can trust me, O king, that this is what this dream means. So what did Nebuchadnezzar do? <coughs> this is a profound thing, folks. Verse 46. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and did homage to Daniel and gave orders to present to him an offering and fragrant incense. What does that look like to you? Huh? <laughs> It looks like forthright worship, doesn't it? You know, that's exactly what he did. He fell on his face. It literally means, um, well, the homage means to prostrate himself before him. He laid himself before Daniel. He worshiped him. It's an Aramaic term. He worshiped him to bow before and to worship Daniel. This is King Nebuchadnezzar. This is the mightiest king upon the earth at that time. This is the one that had already threatened and had executed the order to execute all of his wise men because they did not know what this dream meant. And he falls on his face. He worships Daniel. And then he gives orders those around him. Now, remember in the previous two, three episodes, I've kept alluding to the fact that there were others in there with him. This is the reason we know that. So it just wasn't Daniel in there before the king by himself. Everybody of the entourage was hearing this. And now he's given orders to them to present an offering to Daniel and to bring fragrant incense before Daniel. This is the king acknowledging that that dream was true. 
acknowledging that the interpretation is true, acknowledging that this person right here, and he's about to say it, that his God is the God of all gods. And so Nebuchadnezzar is just responding in the way that he knew how to respond. We actually see it in other places in Scripture where somebody is visited by an angel. It happened with John in Revelation. And then John bows before the angel. The angel goes, no, 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 stand up, stand up. Don't, don't, don't worship me. Worship God. Nebuchadnezzar is giving worship in the best way he knows how. Verse 47 says this, The king answered Daniel and said, and said Surely your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries. Since you've been able to reveal this mystery. Since he was able to reveal this mystery, since he was able to tell him what the dream was and what the interpretation is, Nebuchadnezzar knew that this God is the God of gods. Now, see, we see a plurality of gods again right here. It goes to that Elohim thing. goes to that divine counsel thing that we keep obliquely referring to here and there that you see throughout the Scripture. The Most High God is the God of all gods, and he's the Lord of kings. He is acknowledging, Nebuchadnezzar is acknowledging that this God is the Lord over him because he's a king. And Daniel had already said several times that God is the revealer of mysteries. Nebuchadnezzar is now acknowledging that. Yes, he is the revealer of mysteries because you have revealed this mystery to me. So again, listen to what Nebuchadnezzar says. Surely your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries since you have been able to reveal this mystery. Now, Nebuchadnezzar is an interesting character, a very enigmatic character, uh, probably second to Melchizedek in the Old Testament from that perspective. And we're going to be learning more and more about him. And uh, I'm real interested in what conclusions we might be able to draw uh, as to uh, who Nebuchadnezzar is, but we'll develop that as we go along. Now, the last two verses for today, verse 48. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts, and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon, the chief prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. Wow, okay. Daniel had just saved all these wise men from death. Now, boy, I guarantee you there's resistance to him. We'll see some of this later, okay? Because here's this young guy now who is the chief prefect. He's the main boss over all these wise men. They're not going to like that. But guess what? If he hadn't done this, they'd all be dead. So what are you going to do, right? The king also made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. The Babylonian Empire has many provinces. I don't remember how many. I want to say like three dozen. I could be totally wrong with that for some reason. That In the 30s, things are ringing in my head. But there were several provinces. But he made him the ruler over the province of Babylon, the one where the king lived. That one right there. And you think, well, why did they do that? Well, I think the biggest part of it is because the king wanted da uh, Daniel close to him, not to keep an eye on him, but as a resource, right? Then verse 49, Daniel makes a request to the king. Again, I'm just always amazed by the boldness of Daniel. Daniel is promoted. He's given a many, many great gifts. He's made ruler over the province of Babylon. He's now the chief prefect over the wise men of Babylon. He also realizes, man, this, this is, I'm going to need some help right here. So verse 49, Daniel made request to the king, and he appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Remember Daniel's friends, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael? This is him. He made them, uh, asked the king to appoint them over the administration of the province of Babylon, 
while Daniel was at the king's court. So Daniel can stay with the king. Daniel can be in the king's court. And his three best friends are going to be able to be the administrators of the province that he is now the ruler over. Very, very shrewd, very wise. He requested, apparently the king granted it. I imagine the king would have granted anything that Daniel wanted at that time. Uh, I'll tell you what, as you have time the next day or so, go back and read the first and second chapter of Daniel. Just watch the flow of things. A lot of times we're very familiar with these stories, but don't let that familiarity rob you of truths that are there. Remember, these first six chapters cover the, cover the chronology of Daniel's life and just uh, certain stories, okay? They give certain stories and accounts from his life. Then the last six chapters of Daniel uh, give us the dreams and visions uh, that the Lord wanted us to have. I feel sure Daniel had even more than these, but dreams and visions that Daniel had during his life, during those first six chapters. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you all in the next episode.